God is good. Yes, He is. Hey, I, I, if, if you'll go ahead and find James chapter number five in your Bible, James chapter five. I, I do want to say that I, I, I'm really pumped up about our Christmas service, December 22nd. Uh, we got communion that day, children's churches singing that day. Our praise team is going to be doing Christmas songs that day. Uh, we're just really pumped up about it. We're going to be raising our whole offering that day. It's going to be going. Uh, we're needing a baptistry. Ours got ruined. You all know the, the drill with that. And uh, no reason to rehash it. It was ruined in the hurricane a year and a half ago. And we're going to be uh, using the offering that day for not only that, but also maintenance here around the church. So we pray that you're prayerfully considering doing your very best, that Christmas offering. Uh, and we pray that you're praying about it, uh, of what the Lord will lay on your heart to do. James chapter number 5, verse number 16. It says, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Okay? Confess your faults to another. And, and, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. All right. Over the last two weeks, we've been talking about prayer. And, and again, I'm, I'm leading all this up to 2020 because I believe what God's going to do in our church is going to be so special in 2020. And, uh, and, and it's going to call for, it's going to be, it's going to call for people to pray. Yes, yes. It's going to it's going to call for people to exit 2019 in prayer and enter 2020 in prayer. And and it's going to call for unity in the body of Christ with prayer. Yes, And uh, so we've been talking about prayer the last two weeks. And tonight I want to talk to you on prayer blockers. And and I'm just going to give you some points, and then you're going to go home. But I want to talk to you about things that block your prayer. Uh, because someone can have a desire to pray all they want, but if, if their prayer is blocked, it's not getting through. And, and, and therefore, you feel a separation with God. We're going to talk about it tonight. And, and I'm going to try to just teach. Uh, and then we're going to let you go to the house in 25 minutes. Father, we love you and we honor you. For your graciousness, speak into our hearts, put in a desire in us all to live a life of prayer. We'll thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. We learned last week that not only prayer is prayer effective, prayer is powerful. Prayer is essential in the life of every believer because not only is prayer life effective, Prayer life is powerful. James said it is prayerful or it is powerful, it is effective when we pray. And it's important that all of us discipline ourselves to pray. If we make an appointment for what's important in life, then God should be important enough for us to make an appointment to talk to him daily. Yeah. And, and, and so it is important for us to live a life of prayer. Matthew 6, verse number 5, says, And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, 
that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 6, but you, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut the door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and the Father which is in secret shall reward you openly. All right, so, so, so watch this. The, the interesting thing here is he did not say if you pray. He said when you pray. And then he begins to instruct us on when we pray, how to pray. So the feeling of Jesus is that his followers will pray. They will pray. The, 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 the thought of Jesus wasn't, I'm trying to convince my followers to talk to me. The thought of Jesus was, I'm going to teach my followers when they talk to me, how to talk to me. So it's very important that we understand that even in the mindset of Jesus, the expectation is for his people to pray. I'm going to give you some points tonight, and actually I got ten of them, and I'm going to do my best to go through all ten. And 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 so we're going to move along quite quickly. But but I do want to tell you there are times in a believer's life when there is nothing more frustrating than when you are praying, you feel like you're not getting results. I'm praying, but I'm not getting the results that I'm praying for. I, I, I feel like I'm doing everything right that I know to do, but I'm not getting the results of my prayer. And when that happens, if we're not careful, discouragement can set in. Discouragement can set in in the life of any of us. That says, man, I, I mean, I'm discouraged because I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to be dedicated to the Lord. And it seems like he's not even hearing me. And, 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 and what discouragement sets in, if I'm not careful, I will grow bitter towards God. Because I'm seeing other people's prayer life working. And my prayer life is not working. And, and so if I'm not careful, discouragement sets in. Bitterness sets in when in all actuality, there might just be something in the Bible that we're missing that is blocking our prayer. And so all 10 of these are probably not going to be for all of you. I realize that. And maybe none of them are for you. And I hope it's not. I hope all of these, you say, no, I don't identify with none of those. That's awesome. I felt like it was important if we're going to enter, leave 2019, enter into 2020 in prayer, that we make sure we're living up under an open heaven and not a blocked heaven. So, 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 so we got to discuss what, or what does the Bible say? Not what I think, not what you think, but what does the Bible say can hinder our prayers, even the prayers of believers and followers of Jesus. So I want to talk to you about that. Number one, here's what, here's a, a prayer blocker. Here's what can hinder our prayers. It's found in Proverbs 28, verse number nine. 
He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be abomination. All right? Even he that turns his ear away from hearing the law or the word. Those who do not want to hear the word. Those who say, I have no desire to hear the word. His prayer shall be an abomination. So those who forsake the word of God. Those who just say, I do not want to hear the word. I, I, I don't want to give heed to the word. God says, not only... Do I not hear your prayer? But I actually spew up vomit when I hear you pray. Okay? Why? Because Jesus is the word. And when you hear the word, you hear Jesus. And when we say as believers, I don't want to hear the word. Then Jesus said, you're... Well, now, now the interesting thing with me is, and I want to I want to express this to all of you because here's what happened to me today when I was studying this is I realized like there's no expiration date. You know what I mean? Like 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 he didn't say I'll give you 30 days that I'm not hearing your prayer and then it expires and I'll start hearing it again. Okay, yeah. so, so it's like not it is not like a prison sentence where he goes, okay, for two years I'm not hearing you, but then after that two years, now it starts again. No, in other words, I have to repent or change. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, 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 so I got to get to a place where I enjoy hearing the word, yeah. and the word. I hear that is causing me to grow. Then he says, when you're that kind of person, I hear your prayers. So I've got to ask myself, and you're here on a Wednesday night, so I'm assuming you want to hear the word. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're good yeah. with that. All right, number two is 1 John chapter number 3, verse number 21. And it says, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence towards our God. And I quit writing uh, the scriptures, but it's okay because I'll turn it. And that was my fault, guys. All right, Pastor. It says, and whosoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandment and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Yes. All right, so verse 22 says, because we do those things he asked us to, he hears what we say. In other words, being disobedient to the word will cause blocking of our prayers. If I am disobedient to the word of God, and I don't care, I want you to hear this. I don't care whether you've got a good excuse. Yeah. Like he don't say, you know, I'm going to really take in consideration your excuses. No, he said, if you just obey what I tell you to do, then I'm going to hear you. All right. So, so we have to get to a point 
that we don't be hearers of the word only, but we become doers of the word and we become obedient to the word. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 To a man that knows to do good and does it not, to him it is sin. Yeah. God said, I look at that man and that man is sinning because he knows what's right, but he's not doing it. So I'm not going to answer their prayers because they're in disobedience to me. We can convince ourselves we're right, but all that matters is are we right with God? Because God is the one who answers prayers. Amen. Amen. Number three. And this is going on real quickly. Psalm 66, verse number 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Uh -oh. <laughs> Having unconfessed sin causes God not to hear us. Having sin that we have not repented for or confessed for will cause God not to hear or answer. Well, God can't answer a prayer. He can't hear. Okay? And it said, if I have iniquity in my heart, the Lord does not even hear my prayer. Right? Now, now this is the thing, because I can, I can cause myself to get into a habit that every morning I am praying. Every evening I am praying. But if I have unconfessed sin in my heart, then God is not even hearing, even though I'm doing the right thing by praying, God is not even hearing what I'm praying. Okay? So I have to get sin taken care of. Amen. And it doesn't really matter what your view of sin is. All that matters is what God's view of sin is. That's right. And if I have iniquity in my heart, God said, I don't even hear you. So one of the things that could be causing my prayer life or your prayer life not to be powerful and effective is we have sin in our life. That we are not repenting for. And, and the word repent means to change. Yes. So I've got sin in my life that I'm not changing. Okay. It doesn't mean I, I'm saying, Lord, I'm sorry. It, it, it means I'm not changing. I'm not repenting. I'm not turning. Amen. Amen. And I keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. And, and he says, I, I, I shut heaven. Yeah. I can't even hear your prayer. Mm, wow. Number three is found in Matthew, or number four is found in Matthew 6, verse 14 and 15. For if you forgive men of their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Yeah. But if you forgive not men of their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you of your trespasses. Number four is unforgiveness. When you don't live a life of forgiveness, God does not hear our prayer. 
Our bitterness, our unforgiveness closes heaven down. That we cannot receive, we cannot bind, we cannot lose because of our unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, forgiveness doesn't mean I have to call you to make it right. Oh, that's good. I can just forgive you. That's good. I can just say I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to let it go. I dropped the charges. That's good. The, the, the fact of the matter is, most of the time, someone wants to have a meeting about forgiveness. The fact is, is they ain't forgave yet. <laughs> you know you forgave when you can just say, I'm going to let it go. Amen. Just going to let it go. That's it. Who cares? I'm going to let it go. Yes, sir. What do you think about it? You're going to be walking around for unforgiveness for the last five years, and God's saying, I'm not even hearing you for five years. Right. You're doing this all on your own? Yes. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Forget those things that are behind you. Reach to what's before you. Yes. Press towards the mark of the prize of the high call. Yeah. People aren't, people, all people, listen, people aren't perfect. People are going to make mistakes. Forgive them. Let it go. Drop the charges. Move on. Good word. Amen. Yes, sir. Quit being bitter. Your bitterness is causing heaven to say, I it's blocked. Amen. Amen. All of these ain't going to be for you. But maybe one of them is. Number five, we talked about it last week, so I ain't going to talk about it too much. It's found in John, James 4, verse number 3. And it says, and you ask and receive not because you ask amiss. That you may consume it upon your lust. Yeah. It's a, a, so a fifth reason as to why my prayers can't get answered is because of selfishness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm praying, but it's for my good, not the good of others. Yeah. Wow. Right. God bless me so I can have this instead of God bless me so I can be a blessing. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, 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 so we get locked in. To praying selfishly instead of praying from a, a standpoint of being a giver. Yeah. That, that, that I'm not praying from a standpoint of I want you to do something for me from a selfish way, but I'm wanting you to do something for me from a kingdom way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so I, I talked about that the whole time last week, so I'm not going to deal with it. No, James 1, verse number 6 is the sixth one. But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. In other words, I ask, but I don't ask with faith. God, I believe you're going to do this for me. Ten minutes later, I don't know if he ever going to do this. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pray a prayer, and then I'm going to leave that prayer, and I'm going to act completely different 
than what I just prayed. All right, in other words, here's what I did. Let, let me make this easy for you. God, I pray, I pray, Lord, I just release the charges that I have against Dan. <laughs> Lord, I let it go. I'm moving forward in Jesus' name. Lord, I want you to bless Dan, bless his home, and bless his family. And Lord, I pray, since you have the ministry of reconciliation, Lord, I just pray reconciliation with Dan. Fifteen minutes later, I walk by Dan and don't say anything. You see, I prayed in faith, but then I left there and I didn't put my faith into action. And it's like a wave that crashed and just goes right back out. And he said, hey, that man, I don't want him to think he's going to receive anything from the Lord. Because he's double-minded. He can't make up his mind what he wants. Or she. And so they're unstable in all their ways. It, 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 it's hard to get along with people who are double-minded. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Can't figure out from one day to another what they're thinking, what they, how they're feeling. You, you, I mean, how can you get along with somebody like that? They're double-minded. Now, now, imagine being God trying to give somebody something every day that they can't make up their mind they want. <laughs> One day they want it, the next day they don't want it. The other day they kind of want it, the next day they're frustrated about it, the next day they hate it, the next day they want it back. God said, I can't, I can't. And, 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 and you're saying, well, that makes perfectly sense. I know because you have made function out of the dysfunction. But God is sitting back saying, that's unstable. So, so I've got to ask in faith, not wavering. Not wavering. Abraham, God, give me a child, and I'm not going to waver. I don't care how it looks. I don't care what people are saying. I'm not going to waver. I believe I'm going to be a father of many nations. I don't care that I'm getting old. I don't care that my wife's getting old. I don't care what everybody says. I'm not wavering. Yep. The same thing I'm asking you today, I'm asking you 365 days from now. My faith isn't wavering because I know you're a God that answers prayer and all things are possible to those who believe and I am not going to waver what I believe. Amen. Proverbs 21, verse number 13. Whoso stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself and shall not be heard. These are tough. Uh, let me read that again. Who stops his ears at the cry of the poor, he also was going to cry himself, but it's not going to be heard. Jesus. A closed mind to those in need will block my prayer. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Now, this ain't my fault. I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm just sitting back reading what God said. Don't hate the messenger. I mean, in every one of them, I've told you what God said, I won't hear your prayer with, over and over. He said, if you close your mind to those in need, I'm not hearing your prayer. Not going to do it. Because the only reason you're praying is because you have a need. And there's a law in the earth called seed time harvest. Yes. And what you sow, you reap. That's right. That's right. Amen. All right. Let me move on. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Deliver the mail. If you're a husband, say amen. Yes, amen. No, 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 that's weak. <laughs> if you're a husband, say amen. Amen. Uh, I got one that the wives can chill on. <laughs> this is for the husbands or future husbands. 1 Peter 3, verse number 7. Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's go back to that. Go confess sin. Then I want you to watch this. All, all, uh, come on, I'm talking all the husbands now. Yes. I'm talking about men of God. Yes. Come on, men who walk with a standard. Men who walk with a spirit of excellence. Men who are called to be the priest of the king of their home. The Bible says if you do not honor your wife, your prayers are hindered. Wow. And the amens get weaker. <laughs> if I do not honor my spouse, my prayer is hindered. Every man in this room, every husband in this room has a responsibility. Yes, yes. You have a responsibility. Yes. It is not to be entered into lightly. That's right. You have a responsibility before God. Yes, yes. You are to love your wife like Jesus loved the church. Jesus died for the church. And you are to love your wife by dying to yourself. Good, good. I know you're going to get really messed up by this. But I never submitted it my life to Jesus until first 
I had the revelation that he died for me. You see, many husbands are living their life as taking this verse completely out of context. Many husbands are living their, this as a verse of dominance, manipulation. You see, wives are supposed to submit to their own husbands as unto the Lord. The husband is to love the wife as Christ loved the church. But watch this. You never submitted yourself unto God yeah. until first you got the revelation of how much God so God has demanded to all of us men, you have the responsibility that you must love first. You must die to self first. You must honor first. And if you don't, your prayer is hindered. Right, right. Wow. Amen. 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 I ought to have the women's help right now. <laughs> to all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, yeah, all the single ladies. <laughs> You better hear Pastor John tonight. Don't you get yourself trapped into a marriage that God can't hear the priest's prayers in your home. Come on. I got my kids all teenagers. I got all teenagers. Lord, help me. All Lord, Lord, be with me. I need him to answer my prayer. Amen. I got my family on the road five days a week, driving five hours every single day. I need him to answer my prayer. I need protection over my family. I need his blessing over my house. Amen. 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 It is important, and I know I'm staying on it long, but I don't talk about marriage much. And I'm telling every man in this room right now, drop your pride, drop how you were raised, drop what you think, and get yourself into the Word of God, and you love Him like Jesus loves the church. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Honor. 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 Tony, I said honor. It's something this generation don't know too much about. Honor. Honor. It should be a word that's put back in our life daily. I'm going to honor. I'm not talking about just in marriage. I'm talking about honor. Yes. 
I'm going to honor my boss. I'm going to honor my employees. I'm going to honor the person at the grocery store. I'm going to honor the person sitting next to me at church. I'm going to honor. Come on, we live in a society that everything always has to be about us. We got we to gotta lower ourselves. I've got to decrease. He's got to increase. I've got to learn to honor. I've got to learn to lift other people up higher. Good preaching. I feel like I need to do a men's fellowship soon. Do it. Number nine is found in Ezekiel, verse 14. Verse 3, Son of man, these things have set upon their, these men have set upon up their idols in their heart. They set up idols in their heart and put up the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Should I be inquired of at all by them? Here's what he said. They put people in front of me. They put things in front of me. Should I even hear what they're saying? <laughs> Be careful if God isn't first. Yeah. Be careful if anything takes the place of God in your life. Yeah. What is an idol? Anything that's in front of God <laughs> is an idol. Yeah. Whether it's a person, place, or thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. That comes before God. God forgive me. If I seek your advice. Before I seek his advice. Forgive me. I have been wrong. I have made you an idol in my life. Amen. God forgive me. For the times I have put things in front of you. I have made that an idol. And God said I have put heaven. I have shut heaven. Yeah. I don't hear. Right. Oh, quiet. I thought it was only like one that's going to affect y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the husband thing that messed up the man. <laughs> I got to get the women back. There wasn't none in the Bible. Yes, I could make some up, but it wouldn't be good. <laughs> And number 10, just, just prayerlessness itself. Yeah. God can't answer a prayer. I don't pray. Yeah, that's right. 1 Samuel 12, verse number 23. says, Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. But I will teach you the good in the right way. Yeah. Prayerlessness itself. God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in stopping to pray for you. Bill Purvis, who came here many years ago and done a leadership class for us, who used to pastor Cascade Hills Church, gave it to his son now. Bill Purvis told me one time, Never get upset when you hear anybody talking about you behind your back. 
it is proof they don't pray for you. Wow. Mm -hmm. For how can I ask God to bless you and anoint you and yet talk about you at the same time? There is the sin of prayerlessness. And oftentimes, God reveals who is really praying and who really isn't. Just because someone says, you got to learn this. Just because someone says, I'm praying for you, don't mean they're praying for you. How can God answer a prayer if I'm not going to pray? That's right. That's right. It blocks my prayer because I don't know where we pray. That's right. Yeah. Now I want you to think of this. I opened up with prayers powerful and effective. I opened up with when you pray, not if you pray. Right. Now, I have looked through the Word of God, and there are ten ways that God says your prayer is blocked. Okay? Those who forsake the Word of God, those who don't obey the Word of God, those who have unconfessed sin, those who have unforgiveness, those who pray selfish, those who have a lack of faith, double-minded, those who are close-minded to those in need. Husbands that do not show their wife honor. Idols and prayerlessness. Don't make the gospel harder than what it is. I said ten. There's ten things in the Bible that stops a person's prayer. But all ten might not apply to you. There's one. There's none. I hope none. But there's one. There's two. Then don't focus on the other eight. Get the one or two right. Amen. And live back under an open heaven. Amen. I, I don't want the top ten list to get so overwhelming to you that you walk out of here and say, oh man, no, no, no. I said ten. What's in the Bible? But there could only be one that's needed in my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to leave the nine and grab onto the one and say, God, i got to get this right. Because I want to live up under an open heaven. Amen. 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 That's simple. So you can either walk out of here and say, oh, my gosh, I feel very overwhelmed by all that. Or you can walk out of here and say, man, the word says that. That's in my heart. Yeah. I'm going to get it right with God, and I'm going to go in 2019 where God's hearing and answering my prayer, and I'm going to 2020 with big vision, watching God do what only God can do in my life. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. This is going to be very simple. Very simple. 
not going to be difficult. It's going to be very simple to end with. Those who don't want to hear the word, those who know the word but are being disobedient to the word for whatever reason, those who have unconfessed sin in their heart, they continue over and over again to sin, they try to justify their sin, those who have unforgiveness and just won't let stuff go, those who pray selfishly, those who have a lack of faith, double-minded, wavering. Those who are closed-minded to people who may be in need. Husbands who are not showing proper honor to their wife. Having idols in your life, things in front of God, people in front of God. Or just not praying in itself. I'm not embarrassing you. I'm just giving you, I want to give you what God said. Because I want you excited about serving Jesus. I want us excited about serving Jesus. And there's nothing more discouraging than praying to a God who's not answering back. And I want God to start answering your prayers. I want God to start moving in your family and in your home. I want God to start moving in your life. If you're in this room, and you'll be honest, I don't even want you to raise your hand. But if you're in this room and you say at least one of these is in my life, and you know which one it was, you don't have to remember all of them. Maybe there's two. Come on, why don't you create that open heaven back again right now? Why don't you just repent? Right where you are. things that you're praying for. 
Come on, remove that blocker tonight. I would like to take credit for all of these. That would be awesome, but I can't. God wrote it. So God's telling us in advance what I do that's going to cause him not to answer. That's how good God is. He's telling me in advance, don't do this, because if you do this, I won't answer. Now I'm going to say something, because when I was worshiping just a minute ago, God dropped something in my spirit, and I'm going to let you go with this. And I don't know if it's going to, I, I don't know whether this is, this, this might hurt me right here, but I'm going to say it anyway. I want you to hear me. And uh, I, I feel an old school coming on. Go ahead. I'm not talking about like 20 years ago. I'm actually talking about like 40, 50 years ago. And I want you to hear me. It's hard to honor a God when I've never been called honor. That's right. It's hard to honor people when I've never been taught what honor is. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's hard to cause a man, I can't believe I'm saying this at 44 years old, <laughs> to just start honoring if I never have. That's right. Yeah. Every parent in here, I want you to hear me. It is your responsibility to instill honor yes. in your children. Right. Now, I'm going to say something old school, and some of you might not like it, and that's all right. But I'm going to tell you just the truth. At my age, it's easy for me to honor because I got it. And when I mean got it, I'm talking about the right hand of the flesh <laughs> of my dad. If I didn't say yes, sir, right. yes, ma'am, yeah. no, sir, no, ma'am, please, thank you, you're welcome. I was taught to open the door. Yeah. I was talking I was taught to open the door for my elders. Yeah. Yes. I was taught at the dinner table, you keep your hands back until the older people eat first. Yes. That's right. I wanted a big piece of chicken too, but that was daddy. I didn't have a say. That's right. That's right. That's good. That's right. When I was 16 years old, because I couldn't date before I was 16 years old, my dad took me in my car, sat, or took me in his car, sat in the back seat and put my mom in the front and said, let me show you what you do. Yes. We pulled up into the restaurant. He said, mama, sit there. Hey, boy, get out and go open your mama's door. You open the door for a woman. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. You close the door for that woman. You let her walk in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
and is going to teach them at four. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Come on, I'm talking to the parents. Yeah. Parents, if you'll teach them at four, yeah. someone else won't have to break them when they're 44. Yeah. trying to help you. Yes, sir. It's important. Yes. Teach your kids at three to honor God. Yes. Teach your kids at four to honor God. Yes. Teach your kids at six to honor the teacher. Yeah. That's right. So I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to start a generational blessing for your family. Amen. All right, anyway. I pray tonight. That you go home and whatever, and hopefully none, but if there's one or two, you go home and say, God, I'm getting this right because I want to live under an open heaven yeah. in 2020 and I want to leave 2019 better than I entered 2019. Amen. Amen. Good teaching tonight, Pastor. Father, we love you and we honor you. Thank you for your graciousness in our life. Lord, we repent of the areas of our life that we have shut heaven up for our prayer life. While we have come boldly to your throne of grace, we have done so with what your word has blockers in our own prayer life. Lord, you're wanting to do signs, wonders, miracles. Lord, let us get us out of the way so that you can do what you want to do in our life. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Team SOJ, Ugly Christmas.